Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Legends of Tomorrow After Show. That's right, the Legends of Tomorrow has its winter premiere and that means we're back as well. We're breaking down Raiders of the Lost Art. Where, what happens when George Lucas is the world's only hope? I mean, when isn't he, guys? Come on, let's do it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey everybody, welcome to the Legends of Tomorrow After Show. That is right, the winter premiere is here and we are back larger than life. Yes, like the Backstreet Boys. We're back. Just like just That's exactly what I thought of too. Backstreet's back. Alright. Everybody, I want to hear us Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. Hi, I'm Dave Child. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Dave Child because I'm a Mr. Dave Child. Dave, hi. <laughs> I'm not rusty at all. Um, hey guys, I'm Lucretia Lyons. You can always find me at L A C R E T I A L Y O N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And be sure to play uh, the drinking game that's been invented for me. Every time I say Malcolm Merlin, take a shot. Every time I mention John Constantine. Take a shot. You will not make it far. Make you are going to be drunk yeah. at this yeah. episode. I can't recommend anyone do this. No. That's not safe. That's not Someone safe at all. Someone made it on Twitter. No. no, it's safe for nobody. Mm. I'm Lex Michael, all over social media, at, at the Lex Michael, telling you what mm. a bad idea that would be. <laughs> <laughs> now, folks, as always, you can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on yum, iTunes. Yum, yum, Lex yum, Michael, yum. Uh, he, he just subsides on those. I slake my palate with five-star reviews only. That's right. So please fill up that cup because it's running empty right now. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel or also hop on the chat. Of course, Lucretia's got her computer right there. She's got the chat up and running. So share your thoughts about the season in general so far or this episode in particular. Yeah, talk to us about this episode. Now, what was it it like coming back to Legends? It was just like you know seeing an old friend, putting on a comfy pair of shoes. It's like, yeah, yeah it's but, like putting on a warm pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> right out of the dryer. Straight out of the dryer, putting <laughs> it on, be like, mm, feels good. That's what it was. All right. <laughs> right. It's like, uh-oh, exactly did they shrink like in the heat? Or am I just expanding my waist? <laughs> well, one guy that we get, finally get to see, though, is our boy Rip Hunter. He's been absent for the majority of the first part of the season, and oh, now he's Rip. back. Lex totally thought it was our fault and he got fired. I, no. I, um, no. You were very I, critical of yes. Rip I, in the yeah. first we, season. We, we, we. I said we. we. I said we. I, I did no. start a hashtag Rip Hunter as a pussy, but. Um, <laughs> I, will, right. I, I will say, yes, yes, we were we were a little harsh uh, mm. on poor Rip uh, in mm. season one. But uh-huh. I, I don't know, I was excited to see him back. And honestly, like, Arthur Darville, for my money, gets the MVP award this episode because I think he did really, really, really good work. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, there was stuff. Oh, uh, one of the producers had an interview talking about that, and they realized uh, both one reason that he was gone for the majority of the season that he was also heading back to the third season there of uh, Broadway. Yes, yeah, yes. that was the real reason. But uh, but also they realized that you know Arthur Darvill is such a uh, fun and likable guy that it was certainly the first season they sour they saddled him with such a 
uh, Moreau storyline. You know, his wife and child are died. Uh, he's you know, right. going against this homicidal maniac throughout time. So I thought it'd be a great way to kind of also reboot him as well. Bring him back now. They kind of can kind of rewrite him a little bit and kind of tweak him so he's not doesn't have that like that heavy burden that and uh, they can brighten up his character. I right. think he needs to keep the hair. Really? Um, yeah. Really? I, I think it's, oh. I think it's funny. Maybe tie it back into yeah. a man bun. Oh yeah, oh, man bun. Oh yeah. yeah. Someone's got to have it. Lin Manuel took mm. away his. Well, there you uh. go. You need to have a. You need to have someone with a man. <laughs> someone needs yeah. to, to carry again. that torch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Through throughout time. <laughs> Who will be the new man bun hero we <laughs> deserve? <laughs> Not the one bun. we need. But the one we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Rip Man Bun. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we do find out though that Rip Hunter, the way he was able to get off the wave runner though, is that he has the spear of destiny. Uh, we, everybody's been looking for it, and he's got it underneath the floorboard of the wave runner all yep. along. So also, so I wasn't here when we when you guys talked about the midseason finale when they first name checked the spear of destiny. So I don't know if this came up, but I remember when before Batman v Superman came out. The first image that was released of Affleck in the armor suit holding that kryptonite-tipped spear, people on the internet went crazy speculating that they may be introducing the Spear of Destiny into the movies. Of course, that didn't happen. And when that didn't happen, I went, well, of course they're not going to do that. That's, like, too far out there. That's too comic book esoteric. We're probably years away from getting that anywhere. You guys, I'm so happy. Well, and the Spear of Destiny wasn't a movie. It was the Constantine movie with Keanu Reeves. And guess what, guys? That's your first shot. Oh, oh man. man. I feel no. like you're doing this just to get people drunk. I wow. think so. Actually, um, <laughs> yeah. who, who was it on Twitter? Let me give you a name check there. Who invented this game last night? Because we just kept talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll give a name check and yes, also just a bit. give a reason to I drink too. I, I think it's interesting that they're going full. Uh, they're going full. Uh, you know, got Jesus and everything. Yeah, uh, that's good. They, Jesus they blood with the spear of destiny. They're not like. Uh, they're not shying away from from magic, uh, the magic blood. Well, and that was. I feel like Frank, you would know this before I would certainly, but that was part of the history in the books as well. No. Yeah, and that was the whole reason that uh, Hitler wanted it. And as, as I was telling those guys back in the uh, the fall finale, that was one of the reasons right. that it prevented people of like Superman, Green Lantern, Spectre, Doctor Fate, all those people of extraordinary powers to be able to attack. Nazi Germany and stop it right away because the Spear of Destiny would corrupt them if they got too close and they would turn over to Hitler's side. Oh. Uh, and I'm just like, are we going to get Spectre or Dr. Fate? Because I've been hoping to see Spectre oh, for Spectre. ever. And then, I've been wanting Spectre for a while. And then Dr. Fate was uh, teased in uh, the Constantine show. So, All right. And then uh, at We the Cami. Thank you for inventing this game. And what do you have to say to We the Cami right now? Yeah. Um, drink. Two. <laughs> just, just that was, that was two of those. Yeah. One. There you go. Drink away the pain. <laughs> uh, we also have uh, one person that's been struggling with something over the, the fall finale as well was uh, uh, McRory. He's been seeing Snart. Right. And so he finally comes to sign. I'm glad they didn't. Again, getting better about not dragging these out so much. Yeah. Comes to sign in his own McRory Ray. Wait, well, it's not so much Stein coming, stumbles across him having a, like an invisible discussion. He was yeah. saying alone to a room, I love you. <laughs> yeah. You're my best friend. I love the idea of just, I'm just going to be in a room by myself next time. I <laughs> and just see if it, just have someone walk in like, oh. <laughs> I was I was just talking to an invisible friend who's dead. It does seem so weird though, because every other interaction that Mick has had with the snart hallucination, time ghost, whatever we're going to call it, has been kind of antagonistic. He's always been kind of like you know, right. jabbing. and then this time, it's the one time where it's like, "I love you, man." 
Him and best friend's like, what? What happened to this one? <laughs> yeah. What he was, was happening in this? In yeah. this like this uh, vision, they were gonna make out. I think. Yeah. Was he shirtless and yeah. be like, Ugh, why are you still on the ship, Rory? <laughs> was that him rowing? That was him. <laughs> no, that was him breaking rocks. I don't know why. Why was he breaking rocks? Or like ice scooping <laughs> stuff. I don't know. Raking? Maybe he's raking. I, he's an invisible specter. He could yeah. be doing what. Maybe he's going to come back as the specter. Ooh. No, Ooh. I doubt it. But he, the wrath of God is. is uh, I figure when they did that with Hal Jordan, they brought him back as a specter. <laughs> that was not well received. So I feel like taking an established character and then making him the, then the specter, that you're almost like. You're right. taking two characters for the price of one. I didn't right. mind Hal Jordan's a Spectre. That was them just trying to like smooth over the parallax stuff. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want to lose the giant parka is my big thing. Right. But yeah, if it's like a green parka, a spectral parka, split the difference, I like it actually. I'm I take the it. wrath the of God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we, uh, Nate does figure out, though, with the help of Amaya, that the, the amulets uh, are not really two amulets. We find out at the end of the fall finale that they're actually both joined together to make one amulet and make a huge compass. Like in right. every movie with amulets in them. That's right, man. Yeah. And, uh, There's no just one amulet. There's <laughs> no. always two amulets. Even when you're best friends, it's one piece of a heart mm-hmm. and another piece of a heart. And it leads back to this. <laughs> Uh, that medallion is tied with the spear, so the medallion draws you to the spear. Or, right. uh, as uh, Sarah was, wants to call it, the, the Holy Lance. There's always that debate. Holy Lance. Do you call it the Spear Destiny? No, I'm going to keep referring to it as the Holy Lance. And I Nate like finally uh, name checks our trio uh, of bad guys. So the, calls the Legion, the of, Legion Doom. of Doom. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so he says he's naming them the Legion of Doom. And this is something that I always find annoying. In, in a lot of these superhero shows, because they always need to have one dorky guy be like, it's okay if I say it because I'm the big dork. Mm-hmm. So I can call it the Legion of Doom. This but, show is too. Yeah, but he says it in this one, it's based off a Hanna-Barbera cartoon from his youth, which means the super friends exist in this universe, but as a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Yes. So... So, so presumably then, based on the timeline as we understand it, in the timeline we're following, presumably Superman wasn't a character on Super Friends, right? Or, or the maybe this it version. was, but it was only a character, and the same it's with because, all the other characters. Because Supergirl's over in the other pocket Different universe, yeah. where maybe all of the Super Friends are real. So right. the Flash was also a cartoon then. Right. This gets, gets yes. very complicated. Unless maybe their yeah. universe, maybe I like to see just the Super Friends from their universe. And there's no Flash. No Flash, no Wonder Woman, no Green Lantern. There could Lantern. be Wonder Woman. There yeah, could, could be, be Green Lantern because they're, they don't exist. That's true. Yeah. So it could just be a different Super Friends than we know. Very true. But the, the Legion of Doom, though. Still yeah. there. Uh, mm-hmm. I assume no Lex Luthor, though, in the, this version of the Legion of maybe, Doom. Well. Maybe there's a Lex Luthor, but no other characters that kind of we've seen. No Gorilla Grodd. As, oh, there's got to be Toy Man. Like that version of the Toy Man. Oh, but yes. there's not... Well, yeah, because we haven't seen the Toy Man in this universe, so it could yeah. be right. the big marionette right. kind of <laughs> looking guy. I was like that version of the Toy Man. He was great. Yeah. Uh, and Solomon Grundy. Let's get him going. Yeah, yeah. born on a Monday. Yeah, uh, so speaking of that, though, that's our that's Legion that's of Doom that's is now back in 1967, because that's where they figure out where <laughs> everything leads. Uh, and they are... Uh, 
I, I do like when we start up there on the Hollywood films. Boulevard. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Malcolm and the, uh, Dart the, strolling down. The two of them together, I really like that there's a clear hierarchy that's formed, and Eobard Thawne, Reverse Flash, is clearly the leader, and immediately under him are Tweedledee and Tweedledum, and they <laughs> yeah. function essentially as one unit throughout this entire episode. More of this, less of everything else. And I don't just mean on this show. I mean on every show that there is. They're like the Wonder Twins, but way cooler. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I I just want to party with these dudes. Oh, I want to go check out Sinatra Star. Well, we got stuff to do. We got to find this. Uh, I said after. I love their little banter. Uh, and so then we we do find out that uh, it's all leading now because they have one stop to make and uh, the legends are following it to to a film studio or uh, to a college campus and Dog, shooting yeah. in the studio they had legend sign on it where else could we go and we get to see Rip's version of last season's events can I also just say before we move too far from this legions of legion of doom thing about everyone in the show thinks legion of doom is a stupid thing to say but they kind of go along with it <laughs> No one has said anything against Legends of Tomorrow, which they kind of accept as their name. So they think Legion of Doom is stupid. Legends of Tomorrow is perfectly fine. That's what we should be called. Yeah. I still, again, I know I'm going to harp on this. Go ahead, Lex. No, is it they're talking about the opening? Yes. yes. I'm talking, so, so I don't know. My take <coughs> on it then is through this prism, right? Maybe the nickname Legends, it gets a pass because it's a bit of a self-flagellation. Because every week one of them goes, well, we're screw-ups and misfits and we're not real good at anything. So don't call us heroes. We're legends and we'll just have to find a way to live with that. <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> I'm not saying it totally makes sense, but but that's about as close as I can get to to reconciling yeah. the two. Don't right. call us heroes, call us something better. Yes, call, call us something legends. better. <laughs> what? All right. Yep. So Lex uh, I was thinking uh Lex and Dave was thinking very much the same thing as you were like right. Legends is better I than think heroes, like, Legions of Legion of Doom sounds pretty like a good name. Yeah. yeah. Legends of Tomorrow Lovable Losers, I think, is better or yeah. something. How misfits? So. And I guess how is Legion of Doom objectively more ridiculous than League of Assassins? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Legion of Assassins around Legion of Doom. It's just with it. All they need to do is like League of Assassins, dude. Anyways, and let's move on. I still love the show. Yeah, no, yes. this is and great. Part we, in fact, we're getting to the stuff that Dave really loves. Oh, I this love episode. it. Is because we get to meet uh, Rip Hunter, or uh, Phil, as he's called here on the show, back in 1967 <laughs> Los Angeles. Yes. His camera operator is none other than George Lucas. Than G. Lucas. Camera operator yeah. slash prop master? Yeah. yeah I guess he so, does yeah. a lot of stuff. Well, well it's, it's film production. School. Yeah, it's a yeah. student production. No, but I, I like that. I like that he's pulling multiple jobs in the set. Yeah. Yeah, I, I well, for one, we discovered that George Lucas is maybe a werewolf because mm. he does not know how to tame his beard, which I've seen old photos of George Lucas. He 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 kept it he kept it tight. <laughs> he kept it tight. <laughs> so that was a little bit of a stretch. But uh, so we we reach a premise of this episode that George Lucas gets scared to make film, and it affects. It affects two members of the legends in particular, and it starts to hurt their powers and abilities. Yep. Nate and Ray feel the effects. I mean, because if George gets scared, he doesn't make Star Wars, which was the inspiration for both. Well, Raiders was the inspiration for Nate. Star Wars was the inspiration for Ray. And so if he doesn't make either of those films, 
then. Although, you know, I mean, because it was a collaboration between Steven Spielberg and George Lucas, so who I knows? Was, I was yeah. thinking that the entire time, yeah. but then I went, well, he didn't direct Empire either, and they specifically reference Empire, but I feel like without... Well, he created them. But without Lucas, I feel like Spielberg doesn't make the Indiana Jones movies on his own. I, yeah. feel, like, I feel like it was very much a 50-50 split. And Lucas mm. wrote you know, Indiana Jones, and or at least co-wrote it. I think. Yeah, I never forget uh, Temple already. Yeah, what was it? Temple yeah. Doom. No, not Temple Doom. The, the best Gold? one. Yeah, no. oh, God, the fourth oh, one. Oh yeah, the Space Christmas Between Gold. Spaces, Aliens, yeah. Kate Blanchett movie. Yeah, yeah. so good. Uh, but yeah, how do you he feel about like uh, your, when your childhood idol, your inspiration for being a hero, they don't do the thing that is your source of inspiration, and now you certainly lose all the uh, the, the abilities right. and the uh, the knowledge that you got from that source of inspiration. I love how they're immediately dumber. <laughs> like, and like Ooh. that's how they start playing it. It's like uh, because Star Wars and Raiders of the Lost Ark were not made, these guys became idiots. Like yeah. that's what's funny. Because Ray, yeah. I mean, at least seems like he talks normally, but Nate <clears throat> yeah. seems like he's drunk. Every time he talks, well, also, yeah, he, becomes, he becomes a yoga instructor instead of like becoming a handsome archaeologist. Yeah, I love how he really said handsome archaeologist. Yeah, handsome <laughs> because it's true. Yeah, but also it's okay. This is I like the concept. I actually think it was an interesting thing to play with because that is a very inspirational movie into all of our lives and into moving. I kind of wish it wasn't just the two. <laughs> straight white guys that it like affects because it feels so much like all those all those nerds on uh online who say don't change uh don't change ghostbusters oh the ghost bros yeah because it's going to literally ruin my childhood and ruin my life that's exactly what actually happens in this episode (laughs) where it ruins their childhood and changes their life in general so like that kind of like it bumped me a little but it, it was still it was still fun. I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this. No, I, know I, I, am. I I actually I don't I don't not see what you're saying. To me though, it's like it's not like it. All right, it's not like adding ladies to mm-hmm. Star Wars was a horrible time aberration right, that, that they had to yeah. like. You know, that's what true. I mean? Actually, that's better. Yeah. It was like the thing that we loved wasn't wasn't they took it away from us and gave it to everybody and we're yeah. dumb now. It was they, those, it never existed at all. Those two, those are the two characters that you that always are throwing up pop culture references are always like influenced by pop culture and Star Wars and and all that stuff. So it kind of it does make sense that the two, Now, the two. other than Amaya cuz clearly she's coming from the past, do you see anybody else from uh the present day Legends team having watched Star Wars? Yeah, I think Jax has. Yeah, and Stein? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Stein yeah. has too. Yeah. yeah. But I also, mean, Stein is older too, and I can't yeah. imagine that it would have been as prevailing a force yeah. in his yeah, life. Yeah, it wouldn't have changed his life. He would have been like, you know, what how I, I don't know. How we kept flashing back to him in college, but I don't remember how old he was supposed yeah. to be. That was supposed to be the seventies, and he was in college, so he probably was in his thirties when. Star Wars yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, you know, there's an Ewok theory that from How I Met Your Mother as to how old a woman is by her opinion on Ewoks. Um, really? So yeah. What is that? Uh, basically, um, if you don't think Ewoks are cute, you were too old when you saw the <laughs> really Return of the Jedi. So you're too old for Barney. And, um, <laughs> and how do you feel about Ewoks? I like Ewoks. Oh, all right, uh, so keep them adorable. Not too old. There we go. I also like Ewoks. Yeah. If that means anything. I oh, know. You're a furry. 
Mm. Well, yes, but that's besides the point. That's not what I'm talking about here. We don't have to talk about my character of Barnabas. The sly fox that will creep up on you. Oh, watch out for Barnabas. He's up to hijinks. Uh, Barnabas needs to join our panel. You don't want to meet Barnabas. I, I did love how Rip pretty well throws it at Sarah about, yeah, a woman hero. Get with the times. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. So they do call it out and i love how that was so relevant to today as well uh let's give it also for arthur darville uh because when the legends and the legion doom try to each get rip at the beginning uh the the police show up and so stop it everybody flees and and the only one that gets arrested though is rip and his scream as he's being arrested that was amazing (laughs) i was like what is going on (laughs) it kind of seemed like the old rip to me (laughs) he was kind of a pussy yeah he was it's not so much that i don't know it's just he's always been kind of a guy that's been trying to shoot a gun and it doesn't quite work or maybe he he hasn't he's been a cool guy uh, or he's he, he just always feels like a guy who's trying to be cool in the previous season. So it was kind of mm-hmm. nice to see him as someone who doesn't have to try. He just is kind of in over his his head because I I think that fits more with uh with the actor. But I I kept wanting to look for the pocket watch because it was <laughs> yeah. so much. And I hate to be this guy again to to go back to a Doctor Who episode, but it's it is a Doctor Who plot line. That Doctor Who becomes a whole different person, becomes a human, because he keeps his Time Lord essence in a pocket watch. So I kept feeling like that was happening to Rip, because it happened to Doctor Who. In, in <laughs> fairness, yeah. in fairness, not in, uh, if we're going to count the rebooted Doctor Who and the original Doctor Who as one show, like one number of season, number of number of episodes, total number, uh-huh. they're a little bit like they're a little bit like the Simpsons of science fiction. Right. Yes, in that it's very hard to tell stories in this realm and not do something they've done before, especially time traveling stuff. Especially if you have like someone who is a professional time traveler. Yes, I think mm. that's true. Yes, and Umberto Lasagna, uh, Lasagna. I apparently am hungry. <laughs> lasagna, um, yeah. Makes sense. Um, wants to say hashtag Messy Dave twenty seventeen. Messy Dave. <laughs> no. Oh, because I, I haven't shaved. Is that why? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like it keeps popping up. I'm like, oh, gotta mention okay. it. Hashtag okay, Messy cool. Dave twenty seventeen. Dave's All trending. Right. Apparently, I'm messy this year. I will. <laughs> That's it's always thing. on brand. It's like Tosh Poino comes back with a little, little hook for each of you, and you can just be Messy Dave. You can <laughs> be yeah. Messy Dave in 2017. <laughs> I'm not trying anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we do find out that George Lucas has become, as uh, Martin Stein says at the beginning of the episode, a so-called aberration. Uh, so uh, we do find out that he heads back to Modesto and becomes the insurance salesman of the year for both 77, 80, and 83. It's a good run. Yeah, yep. look at that. Just so this all happens. He really got inspiration those those years of the release of the original trilogy. Go figure. Oh, yeah. Who would have thought? Uh, so they need to fix it. So, of course, you're going to send Nate and Ray and Amaya as the uh, like the safety net <laughs> over there because Nate and Ray, I really can't speak uh, – Without really sort of like, you gotta do it, George. You gotta be a movie director. Yeah, she has to be the babysitter to those nerds. Like, keep them on point. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, so they need him because they also find out that from Rip that he gave his poor, he split the spear destiny, uh, and he gave part of it to George to use as a prop in the film. And we do see as George quits film school, he dumps it down a dumpster. So uh, as he makes his way out before he gets stopped by Nate, Ray, and Amaya. And uh, they talk him back into it. But as they walk back into the campus there, of course, Malcolm and uh, uh, Dark are right there to uh, get the drop on him. Yeah, I do have to say, I kind of love the moments in this uh, episode where it, it it's mirroring Star Wars. Or it has, they have to, 
First you have uh, You're Our Only Hope, George Lucas. That mm-hmm. was kind of nice. And then you also have when they have to dive into a, a dumpster in order to find the Spear of Destiny. And then the dumpster slowly closes. And they have to brace it with something. Brace it with something. That's kind of, It was kind of nice. It was kind of nice. And I it, liked it. Well so, well, so in an episode full of references, which just clicking, finally, that should have clicked immediately, we kept commenting on what terrible shots Dark and Merlin seem to be with these laser weapons. Uh-huh. Stormtroopers. They're stormtroopers. <laughs> Because yeah. it does seem like, oh, they're trained in all these League of Assassins stuff, but they never learned how to, sh- how to shoot. And that's, I guess, the inspiration for Stormtroopers. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, because Ra's al Ghul didn't have laser guns, guys. Yeah, that's that, true. that was my first argument yeah. was, well, I'm sure the kickback on laser guns is pretty intense, and they probably different. have to learn how to correct for that. Uh-huh. Or maybe there's no kickback, and that's what they're not used uh, to. Ah, yes. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. It is interesting, though, that Malcolm decides to embrace the laser gun for this episode as opposed to just using the bow and arrow that he's so comfortable with. It's you would hit them with the yes. bow and arrow. Yes. So that's, I guess, like, guys, i got to make sure I don't hit them, so let me take this laser gun for this episode. Right. <laughs> Uh, but uh, so it comes to our big our heroes are thrown into the trash compactor right. doors are closing in there uh, but we get Sarah and Jax I like Jax this episode he was doing a lot of butt kicking without the uh, the part of Firestorm there yeah yeah and I like that he knew the little Sunday school bit uh, he's like yeah you know Jax apparently is the church knowledge I like that that, yeah. that gives him uh, something to do too yeah yeah and kind of more of a backstory mm. which is kind of nice and we keep uh, Ryan Craig in the chat, and there were a few others mentioning uh, we forgot about the Vandal Savage sh- shade earlier. Oh, that yeah. was, yeah, some, was yeah, where he just didn't yeah. like this is not a this is a terrible. I can't get this guy to be a great villain for me. I would yeah. quite like to have seen the finished product. What whatever this film was going to be, right? They need to do it. This is like it was late nineteen sixties Destiny, yet it had Vandal Savage in it, too, right? Which is interesting. So why was Vandal Savage in it? If it's about the Spear of Destiny. But it's also kind of a hodgepodge of what his unconscious right. is kind of bringing up. So uh, so we get our... Uh, now we have a great moment there where it's almost like George. Tinkerbell bringing her back to life. Uh, uh, you got to make George Lucas believe. What do you want to be, to George? That he really wants to direct. <laughs> what I really want! It's to direct, <laughs> and then immediately, yeah. and then immediately, it steals up. The music swells, and I'm like, yeah. "This is the best show of all time, you guys." Yeah, it really was because just the immediate steal after that is like, oh. and then this is what inspired the trash compactor scene. I where was the like the thing lurking underneath that drags one of them down, like a homeless guy or like a? I was know, really upset they didn't add that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I I do actually like the music of this episode a lot. I feel. Like it, it, they did some fun stuff where when they were taking Rip out of the police station, there was like a funky kind of seventies vibe going, and then as soon as you brought in the uh, the Legion of Doom, then it kind of became more techno-y and came became more modern, and it kind of had a had a fun it had a fun score to it, and then later when the uh, the Legion shows up and they've got like they walk up to George Lucas. There's something that was a little reminiscent of the Vader Empire thing mm. in it. That the kind of it, I noticed it this time around, and I don't usually notice music in shows like these, and so I thought that was kind of great. I did like how Malcolm was as they're making their way through the police uh, station, oh. where just silently, just like, st- like almost like Hannibal Lecter. Yes, that was so cool. like we had a moment with this police officer character, and the last scene we saw him in it was almost a little bit like, <laughs> you like and then this guy. just quietly just slides the knife in and lets him drop, and I was like, oh goodness. 
Yeah. Oh my that, God. that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Man. Uh, just, I think that was just for you, Lucretia. Um, I wrote that for you. Just, just for me and just for this drinking game, guys. Malcolm <laughs> Merlin. Um, <laughs> just throwing out names at random. Calo <laughs> Kent says, someone should have been uh, in the Slave Girl Leia attire. And I was like, my vote is Nate. Um, well, yeah, still, sure. I, That's I true. think so. I, I want Ray yeah. to make a metal bikini uh, yeah. that it also shrinks. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. I like that. So he's just flying around in a little metal bikini? <laughs> the true mini bikini. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I did like uh, uh, when uh, Dark goes up to George Lucas, like, this is you know, the most important question in your life. Where's the city dump? And just like, kind of like really building up like this is the most important thing we're going to have to ask. Well, where's the city dump there? Uh, but uh, we have a big battle there and Rip kind of uh, impersonates his old self after a little pep talk from Gideon. And uh, looks really cool for a second until he tries to fire his gun. <laughs> then he can't fire yeah. it. But that's instead like the most on-brand thing that could have happened. Yeah. It was so Rip. Yeah. That's so Rip. Hashtag that's, that's so Rip. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the other thing too is uh, Reverse Flash shows up, to kind of, uh, shows up because after uh, they get their the Legion Doom gets their butt kicked, he shows up at the end. And I don't understand why when he Thawne shows up, he always has to take off the hood. He'll stop and then he'll just take off the hood. Like just keep the hood on. You're you're cool. You look well, cool he doesn't have to hide his yeah. identity. But for those people, wait, but he'd look awesome with the hood on. Why would you take it off? Hey, he he's vain. He, you know he's like well, I'm a pretty good looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta show off yeah. the hair. <laughs> Can't mess up the hair too much. The other thing that I'm really loving that uh, from the end of this episode or the the climactic encounter towards the end is how many times you can blow the three of these guys up. And they just keep, like, getting up and coming back and yeah. blow them up again. Yeah. It's great. Uh, they're like weebles, you know? Um, they wobble. <laughs> they wobble. But they, they yep, but they're not going to fall down. Never fall down. Uh, so, unfortunately, during the whole big uh, calamity, when Wave Rider starts shooting around there, uh, uh, the reverse flash takes away Rip. But at least uh, the legends get the spear and the amulet. Uh, by the way, before we go too far, please, hashtag evil weevils. Yes. <laughs> yes, hashtag and evil weevils. Umberto Lasagna is rip is hashtag messy dave 2017 hashtag alternative effects. Cool. Yep. <laughs> Ooh, we're getting political. Yep. <laughs> That's what you tune into you this just, program you for. Just uh, destroyed Lex. Yep, he's broken. Guys. I have a protocol built in to just shut the system if down. If political, he will <laughs> shut down. Uh, so of course Sarah's down in the dumps because she's the leader of the team, and she, you know, the, the the goal is to always bring everybody back, and she doesn't have rip. But Jax gives her a nice little pep talk, and uh, gives her not not a promise but a prophecy. Yeah, that was nice actually. Stuff. That was a nice little bit of writing right yeah. there. I like that. Yeah, it was nice to see. Uh, I mean, yeah, just knowing that it's the way that Jax was uh, building up Sarah there. Like, you know, once you want something, yeah. nothing will stop you from getting it. Well, and it's a great way to give him a moment of significance because he did spend a lot of this episode on the ship hanging out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I got to admit, though, what I want to see is a little bit of a different variety because it seems like any time that Dark and Sarah are around together, they're the ones always fighting. And it just seems like, all right, we got it. I, I'd rather see him mixing it with some other members of the legend because that seems just... I, Sometimes like, one does better than the other, and sometimes the other one does a little bit better. And like, but mm, I feel okay. like for that, you basically have to somehow sideline Sarah because it, it does make sense that if they're all in one place, Dark's the first person she's going to make a beeline for. Right. Mm. I, I also kind of want there to be more of a difference between Dark and uh, and Merlin because, like, they really felt like yeah. one person in this yeah. episode, which I liked. It was fun to see, but I, I want. I think that's fine when they're hanging out, right. or, and I love that moment that's in the elevator. When you just see them yes. together with the gun and you just hear a little bit of elevator music. It was a nice, like, little quiet moment. But I want, I, I kind of want to see Dark 
fight differently than Merlin. I want there to be different abilities or yeah, something. Yeah, because on Arrow, they were very different. I mean, basically. Well, Dark had superpowers. Yeah, he, right he too. was magic. And then, you know, Merlin was the magician, but it's still like, you're more of the Dark Archer here. It, it <sighs> makes some sense that if Malcolm's not going to be using his bow, mm. depowered Dark basically falls back on the exact same training Merlin has. Right. So it makes sense there'd be some similarity. But then again, after they were in the league at roughly the same time, uh, they went their separate ways and clearly had many, many adventures where they must have picked up a thing or two separately. So, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, and also Merlin's got a robot hand he's not really doing anything with except being a hand. Yeah, he needs to get some, like, attachments and stuff. Yeah, I mean, even on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. he has, like, sometimes a shield that pops up or he does some stuff with it. Yeah, get that. Talk to Phil Coulson. Yeah, talk to Asha versus Evil Dead. He still does stuff with it sometimes. Or switches it off for a chainsaw. Yeah, katana so. like a katana hand. <laughs> that'd be pretty Think cool. About it. Or he has like a bow hand. <laughs> a bow hand. Oh yeah. Oh, that'd be great. And or it's like Aquaman's like, old mm-hmm. old hand. No, that he I always thought that was so ridiculous because like with the had, hook, yeah, where he had it on all the time. I was like, how do you just? That was great. He had a, uh, of course he had a hook. It was on the sea. It also extended. It was like a harpoon. Yeah, you could shoot it off. Yes, I liked it better when it actually when he got the hand where he could uh, he could mold morph it, it into a, different mm-hmm. stuff. Yes, I thought that was better use because like why is it always ah, just a right. hook? It was fine. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other subplot we have this episode though is of course uh, mixing or uh, snart as we've been talking about. So yeah, uh, Stein figures out that there's been a device planted at his head from back in his time when he was with the Time Masters, and that's attuned to. Uh, starts Snart's essence, I guess, since he kind of was detonated and he's like a time yeah. ghost. I do. But it turns oh. out. Oh, okay. no, 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 go, 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 go. I was going to say, but that turns out to be a little bit of a red herring because mm-hmm. it uh, hasn't been on this entire time. That's right. I do like, though, that we have not completely forgotten about this massive event in Mick's life from last year. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, are you guys buying that this is all just in Mick's head, or do you think there's still something to. The, the original theory. I think there's still something there, and I think we're leading up to it. But it's uh, I am curious to see how he's going to come back, because I believe he's going to come back as a Legion of Doom member. Yeah, that's what it was uh, said at Comic-Con when they yeah. announced it. That's what's so odd about how they've really only had him featured in that one episode. And we're still seeing he's a time ghost, he's not a time ghost. Where are we going here? I think I know exactly where we're going. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to predict the Spirit of Destiny. Is going to be the yeah. thing that they use to bring him back. Since it rewrites reality, you could do yeah. anything you want and not to worry about time being affected. And that's what Mick will pick his best buddy back. There you go. He just wants his friend mm. back. Now, that'll be true because I guess if Mick also <laughs> had, because I, I assume you need all three pieces of the spear to be able to work. So the Legends have one, there's still two more pieces out there. Right. Uh, so all so what do together. they have? Because it isn't the tip, from what I can tell. Just the tip. It just, yes. Is it just yeah. the tip? Well, mm. it, just, it looked like a splintered off <laughs> just piece of. We just just gonna, an old piece of wood. Just gonna whistle past it. We're just. just uh, it looked like. It looked like a shard mm. type of type of thing, or like maybe you like put them back together like a puzzle. Yeah. In Some a, scotch tape. In this shape. Right. Thank you. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and then we make gifts. I'm just talking about. <laughs> talking about shaft. Just talking about <laughs> damn straight. <laughs> 
Uh, so we end the episode, though, with Rip in captivity uh, with the Legion of Doom and a bunch of torture implements uh, next to him. And, of course, mm. it's not going to be a reverse Flash doing it. It's going to be our boys. And I'm walking together. Yeah. 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 yeah, Just entering from the shadows side by side as Holding one. hands. <laughs> They're just adorable, guys. <laughs> so what do we think now? I mean, our first uh, episode there from the winter premiere. How, are you guys excited where we're at right now? Has enough been revealed and kind of set up to get you excited for the rest of the season? This episode brought me so much excitement because, yeah, all the little Star Wars stuff. And, you know, I just love this show. It's so ridiculous, but it's fun. It's so, it's so dumb. Like, it's so, <laughs> what, and I see that, I say that as a compliment because I think it's wonderfully dumb and it knows that it's dumb and it really just, like, it it uses it. It's I, they're about to break out shark repellent spray at any moment, and I love mm-hmm. that about this show. I think it's campy and fun, and it, it does very stupid choices, and it embraces <laughs> that. I love it. I, I, I'm i very excited for this season. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. Agreed completely. I watched this episode like I watch every episode of this show. Just a huge, dopey grin on my face. Uh, well, uh, while we started speculating what we want to see for the rest of the season, we might as well do a little predictions, mm-hmm. speculations, mm-hmm. thoughts, comments. See, Umberto was just added today. It was a meta geek feast. I'm like, I like that. Uh, now, next week's so. episode, according to the interview that I was reading with the producer, there is going to be a nice spotlight on the Legion of Doom, kind of figuring out from their point of view about everything that's been happening this season, which I think is going to be really nice cool. to be able to mm-hmm. kind of establish like what they're all wanting because we know what's uh, we know what Merlin and Dark want certainly, but we yeah. still don't know what the Reverse Flash's game is with the Spear of Destiny or what they're trying to do with the Spear of yes. Destiny. So that'll be nice to see. I, I I really like how this season's been progressing though, where we've been finding out like what they want to do since they've been playing with all these bad guys we very much know because they're from different TV shows that we watch that uh so seeing them kind of all together I want to know more about what they're trying to change and why I think we're also going to get next episode it looks like they're going to try to turn Rip back into Rip and I think they're going to do that through torture Somehow they're gonna rip, yeah. rip. They're gonna rip up, rip. I wonder if it's gonna be like torture, or they still need to get the, the all three pieces of the spear, and then they could help reestablish. They're the gonna balance. torture. They're gonna yeah. rip up, rip, no matter what. Yeah, gotta rip. Mm-hmm. Gotta rip it up. Gotta rip it up. Why don't they just Hashtag read the script? Just read the script, guys. Just read that script. Yeah. Yeah. Can that we non oh, that, that really bizarre. Oh my moment. god! What yes. happened to Jax for like that one? <laughs> that oh. one moment where all of a sudden he's like, "I don't know what this is." Non. What is this non-lethal weapon? <laughs> and that, I'm like, "It's a script, dude. Just open it up." That almost just felt like just a weird, uh, a weird line reading to me. Yeah, it was. Or I, I, I don't know what it was. It, it just seemed like it was straight. I, I guess it was a weird line reading, but it. But I remember that moment happened, and we all line. looked at each other like, "What?" Yeah. Yeah. Why not just call it a script right out of the gate? Because <laughs> yeah. me with this script, you know, that would have been that good. Been, yeah, I, I think it would have at least instead of coming like, "I don't know what the, I have to pretend I don't know what this is." What is this rolled up yeah, b- lot of paper? <laughs> Anyways, uh, predictions is uh, I think we're going to get the Spectre. I think we're going to get Green Lantern. I think we're going to get Solomon <laughs> Grundy. They're all going to come together. And Lex Luthor is going to be there, too. Can't wait. Well, uh, that's a lot of predictions, Dave. Weirdly hostile. I know. I, I can't wait for next week's episode where the, we get to learn all about the Legion of Doom since, you know, I totally joined that team instead. 
Who's on that team again? Lucretia? Mm, yeah. Malcolm Merlin, guys. Gotcha. Oh. All right. Just check. Yeah, one more drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, because we kind of know what they want to do, but I really want to see, like, them really think about their future and if they could change it, what, their feelings and their thoughts. <laughs> you want to find yeah. out. really want to look into their feelings. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that that'll be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but I, um, I'm with you. <laughs> I, lo- I love these characters. These these villain characters specifically, and specifically these three villain characters. I yeah. always want to see more of them on the respective shows that they are typically a part of. So the idea that we may be getting to spend most, if not all, of an episode next week with those characters. It's guys, it's like somebody just sent me a memo that says they moved Christmas to my birthday <laughs> and I win the lottery every year on that day. Wow. wow. Well look at you. I'm pretty Today. excited. <laughs> it's gonna be a good week. Well, uh, the uh, the producer also said that even though now we know what kind of the agenda or the, the Legion of Doom has kind of revealed themselves, everybody knows what the deal is. They're still going to do a mixture of uh, the mythology episodes, but also just like those singular one offs where they're just going back to fit, handle ta- time aberrations. So one's going back to uh, Camelot. Uh, we saw Ray back there at the beginning of the season where they're going to go back there. And I'm hoping that means we can get to see the Silent Night, which would be cool. Yeah, and I love um, – I've seen some pictures from the Camelot episode of Ray and Nate and their little knights of – or nerds of the round table, what'd you say? Yeah, yeah, their little outfits. Could we also maybe get Etrigan? Ooh. That would be a nice pull. I would assume that Etrigan would be somebody they're holding for the Justice League dark movie. Probably. Or, but, that we but, just went to the premiere? Well, the, no, the other, the, the live oh, action the one that, that I think Toro is still coming back. I think yeah. Doug Lyman's directing it now. Now, yes. okay. um, but right. but Constantine is yeah. is all over the board. He's still now they're doing the animated show on CWC. Does it count when I mention Constantine or it only does. Uh, Yeah, we're gonna count it. In okay, the game. so um, <laughs> but but he's still in play in a sense somewhere. So maybe the rules are a little more flexible when it comes to the the DC Dark Universe characters. Right. And Ray Chase is available, guys. I talked to him yesterday about that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Good. yeah. No, I, I, I would uh, I would love it because why not why not introduce your version of Etrigan right now? That would be really cool. You could do it. If five years ago, I would have said there's no way to do Etrigan on TV. But now, in a world where we've got King Shark, Gorilla Grodd, Martian Manhunter, I mean, the, keep keep going. You could do it now, right? You'll just have to be a little limited with when you see him in full demon mode. Well, it'd be like how so. John Jones is making every excuse under the sun, week in and week out, why he can't go in and turn into a Martian. Because that right. sun he can't survive under. Oh, that planet's got poison atmosphere. <laughs> but it's it's doable. Cast a super charismatic Jason Blood, and people will yeah. forgive you for only turning him into Etrigan sporadically. Yeah, yeah. as long as we see a little bit of yellow demon. You know, a little bit. Uh, just pie in the sky wish for one character. We're certainly not going to get probably the odds of getting a big ticket DC leader, uh, DC uh, character in, or mm. pretty minor. But some other obscure maybe DC character you would love to see pop up this season as we round up for the winter finale. This season, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen this season. I'm still. I want to see Swamp Thing on one of these shows. Oh yeah, that would be. Yeah, amazing. I think that would be a little yeah. tough. I don't think it's going to happen, but I so badly want to see Swamp Thing on one of these to shows. Explain Swamp mm. Thing a little bit to have Swamp Thing show up. But. Sure, and sure. Wise should but definitely in, take part. But in a, in a universe where now magic is such a well established thing, mm. true, the door is open. Yeah, you'd have to explain like who who uh, Alec Holland is, maybe. Mm. But you could even you could have Swamp Thing show up and have it be something that they're like, "What's going on?" And somebody's like, "Well, Damien Dark had magic and stuff," and they'll be like, "You're right. Let's move on." Yeah. yeah. Dave, I'd love to see like, I mean, Blue Beetle <laughs> and like. It would be really nice of Blue... Even... Uh, I, love, I love the current Blue Beetle, too. 
which would be kind of fun to play with, but I think he's probably more of a Supergirl character yeah. for him to show up on the Supergirl show, but still, it would be nice to have a Blue Beetle somewhere and, uh, of oh, course, Booster Gold. Bug? Oh. Yeah. See, what's frustrating, though, is Ray was initially supposed to be Blue Beetle. Brandon Ralph was supposed to play that, and then they right. changed it to the Atom for some reason. Always happens. Yeah. Owl Man and the uh, Atom. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, God. There's just so many. and Maybe Felix Faust. Because, I mean, oh, we're getting into ma- yeah. magic, you know. Let's get some villains. Yeah. I, uh, I would go with either uh, Dr. Fate uh, mm. Hawk and Dove. I think that would okay. be Okay. All right. Oh, All right. Yes. I can see them doing that. I think they could work. That's a nice yeah. pull. Okay. Uh, and uh, Blue Devil. Yeah. Blue yes. Devil. I think that that could be done. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Dr. Fate has been teased so much, you know, like in the Constantine show. Um, and in the little Justice League cartoon movie, um, the yeah. Justice League Dark. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, they just keep showing that helmet. You got to put it on somebody. Yeah, we, we saw it on Smallville. I mean, yeah. if you can do it on Smallville, you can do it better now. <laughs> if you're gonna do, if you're gonna do magic, I was like Dead Man too. Yeah, oh, Dead Man. That's a great but, one too. See, yes. Timothy Oliphant as Dead Man is something that I want to make happen. Yeah, you that's know? a good. Oh, that's yeah. a nice casting choice. I think yeah. Dead Man would be a number yes. two for me under Swamp Thing, and yeah. I I try to get Oliphant to do it because I oh. can do that. Yeah, okay. He sure. knows. Lex has yeah. got connections. Tim, get on it. <laughs> In fact, uh, folks, why don't you uh, you know, hashtag us there uh, with the Legends of Tomorrow and uh, let us know what you think would be a cool character for the show. To add this season, if uh, you know, wishes were fishes, right? Sure, sure, sure. Like yeah. expression, Aquaman had a hook for a hand. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this episode of the Legends of Tomorrow after show, though. But you know, the fun's not over yet, though, because you know what? You can still like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes. Lex, how is your glass? Uh, it's, it's like half, half there. I'm going to get thirsty pretty soon, though. All right, get to work, folks. Uh, you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, and thanks everybody for hopping in the chat. Uh, thanks, everybody, for also suggesting that really cool drinking game. You're probably unconscious mm-hmm. now by this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, as you wake up, uh, finish watching this show, and then join us back here next week. But if you want to continue the conversation with us even after the show's over, Lex Michael, where can they find you? I am all over social media at the Lex Michael. And I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the Internet since there is only one. You can find me at Mr. Dave Child or DaveChild.com because <laughs> my name is Dave Child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't forget hashtag Messy Dave uh, 2017. Great, I love that. That's <laughs> gonna be a thing now. <laughs> uh, I'll shave I, next time, guys. Don't you do it? Don't you do it? I've been messier for the record. <laughs> <laughs> my hair's been bigger. Sometimes I come and I just have sauce all over my shirt. <laughs> Because I just had a big spaghetti dinner. But thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. That's going to do it for this episode of the Legends of Tomorrow After Show. We'll see you back here next Tuesday night with another edition right here on AfterBuzz TV. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Hashtag Messy Day. Shut up, guys. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.